We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. Jude Knight. I'm going to study John and Jude. Now, we're talking about what is a false prophet and what is a true prophet. What's a true Christian? What's a false Christian? So we're going to discuss this according to the word today. So turn in your Bible, King James Version. <laughs> That's the one I use. Uh, to Third John. I'm sorry, Third John and Jude. All right, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Thank you, Lord, for illuminating your word to us, Lord, and bringing it applicable to today's times. And, Lord, we thank you for being so real in our life and for helping us to walk in this, the craziest time ever in history. And your word is our guidepost. Your word is the foundation. And we want to eat your word today, Lord, and trust in you for what you're about to do in our country, Lord, and in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy Spirit, have you wait. All right, so let's turn to Third John. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius. Now remember, this book is written by the Apostle John. Okay, whom I love in the church, in the truth. So let's say it again. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. So in other words, the other people came to him and said, Hey, this guy is of the truth, or this group is of the truth. They preach the truth. That is in thee, even as thou walks in the truth. Why is it so important for us to walk in the truth, Brian? It is very important. We'll learn why in this study today. 
I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which has borne witness of your charity, which means giving generous, generously and didn't ask anything from the sinners, the Gentiles, before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well, because that for his name's sake they went forth taking nothing of the Gentiles. <coughs> Which means they preached the gospel without charging them, you know, type of deal. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. Okay? I wrote unto the church, but Diophrephes, however how you say the name, who loved to have the preeminence among them, received us not. Now, I wrote in my notes here, they must have a title, they must have a name, and get money whenever they preach, etc. That is the person that he's exposing right here, this D-I-O-T-R-E-P-H-E-S, Diotrepes, who loved to have preeminence, which means status and elitism, and, you know, I like to be on the top, and I'm the best. Wherefore, if I come... Now listen, this is Paul talking, I mean John. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds, what he's done. Uh, prating against us with malicious words. So the very one that wants the title and wants the prestige and wants the elitism and wants to be known by his title, prated against them with malicious words. What did we? What have we been studying in Nehemiah, which we're finished with Nehemiah now, we're moving on to Esther. Oh, I can't wait to do Esther today. But the same thing happened in Nehemiah's day. Nehemiah and them was obeying the Lord, keeping themselves separate. Uh, just like God said, do not pollute yourselves. Basically, stay the remnant. Don't get involved in all that mess. Come out from among them. Be ye separate. That's what God told Nehemiah. And guess what happened? When Nehemiah did what God said and kept himself out of the pollution and kept himself separate, God blessed him and prospered him. Now, let's go to the New Testament. Now we're in 3 John. And we're seeing this the same thing. We're learning a pattern of God. Come out from among them. Be ye separate. Don't do all that. Don't be polluted. Don't be tainted. I'm coming after a bride without spot and wrinkle. So John, the Apostle John, is telling his epistles, his disciples, this. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember this guy. Now, who is this guy? This is the guy that has maliciously talked against uh, John's people and who has to have a title and has to have preeminence and has to be an elite person. He prayed it against us with malicious words and not content therewith. Well, what do you mean by content? Mean, I am happy wherever God has me. I am content in the in the assignment that God has given me. I am content with money. I'm content without. I'm content. Okay? Neither does he himself receive the brethren and forbids them that would and casted them out of the church. In other words, how many sermons have we seen where they have said, don't hang around toxic people. Leave all, when you get elevated, 
and promoted, then you're going to have to leave all these that are beneath you. How many times have we heard this? You're going to have to leave all them that are beneath you because now you're so much better and God has put you around all these uh, people. You know what that is, Brad? That is a new age teaching. It is. It's a new age teaching that says in order for you to have success, you have to go here and here and here and you have to leave all the less thans. What did, do y'all think Jesus would do that? Do you think Jesus would do that? No, he would not. Okay, so, all right, so what does he say in verse 11? Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that does good is of God, but he that does evil has not seen God. Now, let's back up. Let's consider all the things happening in our country today. Pride. We see these main leaders that everybody's following is so full of pride, so greedy for money, and pride and prestige and title and their name. Everybody's got to wear my name on their shirts. Everybody's got to say my name. I'm the most powerful man there is. I'm a billionaire. You have to respect me because I'm a billionaire. Back up, verse 9. Does that not sound like diatrephes? who love to have the preeminence against them. I want to be higher than you. I want to be better than you. I have to have the title. I have to... Y'all, God is not in none of that. In verse 12, Demetrius has good report of all men and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and you know that our record is true. I have many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see you, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to you. Our friends salute thee and greet the friends by name. And what did he do, bride? Wait a minute. All of you saying that we should not expose false prophets. Uh, did we just see Apostle John do that? Uh, did we just see him scribe it in the Bible who this person was? <laughs> I mean... This is the modern day media. This is the media of their day. And it is documented who did this to the true people. Alright, let's go over to Jude. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Christ Jesus, in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. All right, what does that mean, contend for the faith? Defend it. Love what he loves, hate what he hates. All right, that you should contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints, which means truth. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Christ Jesus. And what does that mean, Brad? It means inclusion. This one world Jesus that's being 
pushed out here, this pluralism, where you include all religions and include LGBT, and you even have shirts on that have the LGBT colors and my name on here and says, I, Jesus King. All right, and then it says here, verse 5, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved an everlasting change under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. And he's talking about who there? Lucifer. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. In other words, strange flesh. Likewise, also those filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of the dignities. What is despise the dominion? Despise the proper order of things. The proper place of God. What did we learn in 3 John? I have to be the one that everybody says my name. I have to have the prestige. I have to be the billionaire that everybody has my name on their shirts. Everybody has to worship me. I am the great. No. God is saying they despise the proper order. The proper order is God. He is number one, and he is on the throne, and he is jealous for you. He is jealous for this country, and he is jealous for the bride. Okay, so yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring accusation, a railing accusation, and said, The Lord rebuke you. He spoke truth against the false, basically. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things they corrupt themselves. See, I've been telling people, okay, when you're talking about Kanye, the, the Jesus line that he has is so blasphemous because he is saying, in case you don't know what Jesus is, it is the blasphemous way of saying, I am Jesus. He still profits off that by the, by the millions. He still brags about it. He sells his Jesus clothes, the ones that say, I, Jesus King, with his name at the top, with LGBT colors and a sexy black uh, guy over here looking like Jesus, and then a white Jesus over here hanging on the cross dead. Think about all that that is saying. And it just so happens that the black guy looks like Kanye. I, Jesus King, black and sexy, white and dead. Think about what I'm saying. All right, so let's continue here. Woe unto them. Okay, we're on verse 11, Jude verse 11. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after their heir of Balaam, which is the spirit of this world, and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, carried about with wind, trees whose fruit withereth without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. 
What is that saying, bride? When you mix with this unholy thing. That's exactly what that is saying. You're partnering with it because it says here they are spots in your feast of charity. You're saying that you're doing good. You're saying that you're a Christian, but yet you're partnering with the unclean thing. God does not pollute. He does not touch the unclean thing. Where is the repentance? Where is the renouncing? Where is the coming out from among them? Where is the singular? Where is the vertical relationship with God and not the horizontal universal plurality Jesus that they're pushing, the UN partnership that he brags about. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, which means you have partnered with the unclean thing. I'm showing you, bride, the truth between a true prophet and a false prophet. A true prophet does not mix. A true prophet will not partner with the unclean thing and surely will not bring the unclean thing up on their platform. Surely will not expose their sheep to this idolatry. Surely will not expose their sheep to uh, someone that's still very prideful and still is bragging and partnering with the UN and selling all these Jesus clothes. Why? Because the youth that are in their audience is going to be flipped. They have touched the unclean thing. The youth are going to check out his YouTube page and think it's okay to go in there and download and purchase all of his Yeezy with the upside down cross, with the serpent out there, and all the satanic vomit that is still available for the youth. It is a way to lure the Christians over here to this vomit. It is just like the word says right here. You have brought them in your house into your feast of charity, and you have partnered with them. Feeding themselves without fear. What does that mean, bride? It means you have no fear of God. You have no fear. You have no way of having any respect for what God's word said. There's no fear of him. We are to have a reverence, fear of God. No. I would not want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. No way. I, I fear God. I am not touching that. That's a true fear. Why? Because you respect him. And you respect his wishes. Okay? Clouds there are without water, which means you're useless. Carried about of winds. Trees whose fruit have withered and without fruit twice dead. Plucked up by the roots. In other words, you're dying. When you partner with the unclean thing, you bring them in your house. You feast with them. You partner with them. You, you come together as one. Then you rotten all your fruit. You taint all of your things. Remind me, well, let me see how much more we have of this. Okay. Let's see. Okay, here we go. I'll mark it. I had a dream one time. And y'all know how... Okay, you have Christianity and you have all the different streams. You have the evangelistic stream, which is where I come from, which is the Rob Parsley, Smith Wigglesworth, all this. You have this stream. Then you have the glory stream. Then you have whatever stream, traditional stream and whatever. I don't know, but there's different streams. Well, I had a dream about one of the streams. 
that these two powerhouse ministers got into it one day years ago. And because them two will not forgive each other, it has tainted the entire stream. So I tried to warn them. They didn't want to hear it. Not them two, but somebody that was connected to them. I tried to warn them. It has tainted your entire stream until these two powerhouses come together and forgive each other. It has tainted that entire stream. You know, type of deal. But basically, uh, when you partner with the unclean thing, okay, you bring them in your house, like all these ministries that are partnering with Kanye, what they're doing is tainting their house, tainting everything attached to them. This is why I was telling you, Brad, know what your pastor preaches. Know who it is that you're following. Ask the, You need to go ask them, what do you believe in eschatology? Well, you'd be surprised because they never preach on it. You don't even know. Go ask them. What do you believe about the one world order? What do you believe about the Antichrist coming? What do you believe about tribulation? When is Jesus coming back? Do you even believe he's coming back? Uh, what do you believe about the Battle of Armageddon? What do you believe about the thousand-year millennial reign? You need to ask these people that you're connected to. You need to know what they believe. Because whatever their foundation is, is what's coming down to you. It's trickling down. So let's say you're attached to somebody that's partnering with this worldly beast, which is the one world religion, which is the UN operative, which is the one world partnering with the Pope, which Kanye brags about this partnership with the Pope and how we should all go back to the Catholic roots, which is what I've been trying to tell you. You take this minister that's partnering with this, they're coming together. Everything on that vine is going to be tainted. Everything. It will trickle down into your house. That's what the word says right here. Look. Verse 12. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. And what did it talk about them for, before? Those things that corrupt themselves, that have been, these people know better and they still do it. Okay, verse 13. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust. And their mouths, right here, false prophet, listen. Their mouth speaks swelling words. I am Kanye. I want my name everywhere. I am a billionaire. I want you all, you all, to wear the shirts that has my name all over it. With the rainbow colors. And with it saying, I, Jesus King. And then I wanted to have a Catholic Jesus on there. And then I want a, a sexy Jesus that looks like me. And then I want, and he's just postured. And then I want the white Jesus over here dead. Pay attention. It's all about him. The great swelling words. 
Okay, we're in verse 16. Having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. I am better than you. I am an elite person. I am one in a million. I am the best singer there ever was. And there's no doubting about it. I heard that the other day. First of all, bride, we know where pride comes from. And people make excuses for him and the president with their pride. They say, well, they're just young Christians. Well, how long does it take to come into humility? I mean, think about it, bride. We have to judge by the fruits. All right, let's keep going. But, beloved, remember ye the words that were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who shall walk after their own lust, ungodly lust. These be they who separated themselves sensual, having not the Spirit... But you, beloved, building up yourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And then I put in here how to get out of apostasy, pray in tongues. Uh, keep yourselves in the love of God. How do you do that? Do not touch the unclean thing. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Our assurance that with his help he can keep us from falling. And then verse uh, 22. And of some having compassion making a difference. And others saved with fear. Pulling them out of the fire. What? You mean I am to tell the people the truth? I am to warn the people that this is a big train headed to hell over here? Yes. I am to pull them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Which means keep yourself means to protect yourself and stay in love. And that's hard to do when people put you down all the time. You just want to get so offended. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. Now, what do we do, bride, to keep ourselves in God's right standing? He has told us in Ezra, in Nehemiah, in Hebrews, and now in Third John and in uh, Jude. He's telling you, come out from among them. Don't partner with the unclean thing. Don't bring them in your house. Don't endorse it. Don't push it off on other people. Uh, separate yourselves. Expose that. Don't participate in that. Because God is holy. Have fear. Where is the fear of the Lord? There is, you know, is it's it's guarding Him. Where, what about His feelings about all this? You know? And people say, do not judge. Well, did you not see the Apostle John? That told his apostles, this guy, when I come to town, I am dealing with this guy. How dare him talk about you and try to do all that stuff to you and act like he's better than you because he has a title and he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. That is what it is, bride. It's called pride. It's called putting yourself above other people. Did you know, bride, that that is an idol? When we did the 40 idols, that is one of them. You can have an idol of your own self. You In Christianity, 
Christianity is all about going low. You're not about your reputation. It's not about you, newsflash. It's not about you. It's not about your reputation. You just have to do what God tells you to do and listen to what he says. You don't have to be elevated. You don't have to have a platform. You don't have to, you know, brag on yourself and have it be all about you. It, it, you have to just do what he says and go low. What does pride do? I'm better than you. I want you to wear my name on your shirt. I want you to say my name. I want you to be beneath me. That is pride. And that's what the word says. We are not like that. Christianity is not like that. But the one world Jesus is. The one world Jesus is um, humanism. The one world Jesus feeds off of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's a mixture. It's a partnership of good and evil. Oh, you can still do that. You can still cuss. And, and you can still listen to all this ungodly rap. And, and you can still uh, do all this and, and, and still go to heaven. Because actually, everybody goes to heaven. I mean... All you have to do is say the name of Jesus. You just you just have to accept him. You don't have to change. What? What? You want me to repent? You want me to give up Jesus? You want me to stop blaspheming Jesus? No. Uh-uh. I got to feed my family. Oh, no. I am not doing that. Well, that's the universal Jesus. And that is not the godly Jesus Christ that is coming back in the clouds after us for a bride without spot and wrinkle so all right bride well i pray that this bible study this morning has encouraged you uh that it's okay bride it is okay to come out from among them it is okay to follow him even when other people don't understand you know i was thinking this morning there's many people that uh have put me down because i left the prestigious status of white house correspondent and left Washington, D.C. to come to the desert and to serve an elderly couple and to live in this cabin way out in the middle of nowhere. I have lost my everlasting mind to, to leave the, the elitism and the prestige and this people. I go where God tells me to go. It's not about elitism. It's not. God is there in every situation he is there in the small and he's there in the big the whole point is are you pleasing the lord and there's a reason that god has me here in seclusion where nobody knows where i'm at and he's got me writing books so i can tell you the truth right and having the opportunity to have the internet where i can talk to you and teach you and to try to keep you in reality because the stage that's being put out there, Bride, the show that's being put right on the screen is so, it's all propaganda. You have got to shut that mess off and listen to God because of what's coming. You're going to need to be in position. You're going to need to be equipped. You're going to need to be strong. You're not going to need to be drawn up into all that Kool-Aid. You need to let all that go and i know everybody's talking about it and i know everybody likes choosing sides and i know everybody likes a savior and everybody's you know wanting america to be saved we get all that 
But there's a lot bigger picture that's happening right now than just what you're seeing. I keep saying this, but I'm saying it again. You've got to be more worried about what they're doing behind the scenes when they have got all medias focusing on this one thing. They're right there, keeping the, uh, the country and the world distracted. What are they doing over here while 5G's getting ready to be rolled out? Internet of Things, the mark of the beast, the one world order. It's common sense, Brad. When you think about the way that the devil will try to dupe the world, think about what's happening right now. It's the best scenario ever to keep people distracted so that they do not pay attention and get caught off guard because one day calamity chaos is going to come you know like say some big catastrophe or whatever and then everything will be implemented like that people will say how how was they able to do that it's because they've been doing it for a while think about this for since he's been in office now almost three years we have been caught up in this debacle three years that they have had to plan all this and to get everything set up for what is about to hit so i'm just telling you as a fellow servant who was there and saw it for myself get your house in order get your heart in order and be ready lock load and prepare because when all this happens there will be a remnant just like in nehemiah's day we will build in the midst of the impossible we will be out there saying all right all of y'all are falling apart I have the answer, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he is coming soon, and get your life right with God. Don't worry about what you will eat or drink. Worry about your soul going to hell over where you've been. Come out from among them. Be ye separate. Repent. That is the key, bride, repentance. And what are we not seeing in all these great leaders that everybody's following? We're not, we're not seeing repentance. We're not seeing a turning. They may say they are, but are they? Do we see the fruits of it? Do we see them coming out from among them? What are they partnering with? Think about it. Come on now. I love you, Brad. Well, I got to get up there and help this lady. I have learned so much from her. She is 91. She's turning 92 in a couple of weeks. Can you believe it? And she is the most beautiful thing. Oh, it is such an honor to be with her. She is talks to the Lord all the time. It's just my honor to be with her right now in her stage. And I know that the Lord is doing a lot in my heart as well. So, all right, bride. Well, I will see y'all soon on the Bam In Your Face Devil Bible Study. God bless. Devil Bible Study. God bless. Devil Bible Study. God bless.